Okay, so I just picked up the guitar. I'm still learning, but I want to learn how to play the blues. You know, that's that's a, a genre that I really like. So I saw this YouTube video. And I'm going to try to mimic what I heard on the YouTube video. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. It's been too long. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah, it's been a few weeks since I've recorded one of these. Every time, you know, I've been busy, obviously, with work and stuff like that. But every time I think about recording one of these, it feels weird. It feels like a kind of feels dumb. But then, right now, press record, and I feel good. I like this feeling. I want to keep doing it. So, we're going to keep doing it. Until I decide not to, I guess. I'm already wanting to change the name of the podcast. Um, I, you know, me, myself, and others was a cute idea, I guess. But, if I'm being honest... Uh, that sort of makes me feel like I have to have guests on. And I like it when I have guests. I've had two great guests. Um, but it's also awkward to ask somebody to be on your show, on your podcast. Um, you know, I've asked multiple people who I'm... I've asked a couple people, you know, that I was close with, like family members... And, and then I've asked people like, who, you know, I, I, who I don't know as well. And I always feel dumb for asking. And I know that's probably just me overthinking things and, you know, questioning my interactions with other, other people. Um, and, you know, nobody's been rude or negative towards me, but I don't know. I think I may... I may enjoy it more if I didn't feel that pressure to have guests on. You know, I could still have guests on, but I don't, I wouldn't, you know, the title sort of suggests that that will be a, re a recurring thing. But then there's another side of me, another side of my brain that that's like, you know, here we go again. I'm constantly changing things. Um, I'm never comfortable with something. Uh, for instance, my classroom. Um, last year, I changed things up too many times. I changed up where, where the desk were, where certain things were in my classroom. And some of those changes were minor, but some were kind of drastic. And, you know, when the kids saw it, they were like, whoa. Uh, so I kind of want to break that habit because, you know, I, I, I like change, but I don't know. I feel like that may not be a good a good trait to have you know when I was still living with my parents uh, I got into a routine where uh, once every couple months I would you know pretty drastically move things around in my room like I, my bed would be in a whole other place and 
I'd move drawer, chest of drawers, things like that. I'd move furniture out of my room to a spare room, and I'd move new furniture in, like just random stuff around my house. Um, I don't know. I like, I like it when things feel new or things feel fresh. Uh, it just makes my mind feel clearer, which, you know, can help in a work situation. But, you know, you've also got to keep things in a routine because, you know, when you're teaching kids that young, they, they thrive off of routine and procedure. And so, you know, when you're constantly switching things around, it's going to, it's going to affect them. So I don't know. But I do have some ideas for some different names for this podcast. So I was thinking on the drive home today from work. I was thinking about some new names I could I could have because I brought this up to Macy and she knows how I am. She knows that I like to change things and it can be a bit frustrating sometimes. So she said, just sleep on it. Because I was wanting to change up my whole logo, all that stuff, the picture for the podcast. I wanted to change all that. So she just said, just sleep on it. You know, come back to it later. Because you may change something too quick and you end up not liking it. Um, So anyway, I was thinking on the ride home. I like the name, uh, something along the lines of killing time. Um, Because... I think that's what this thing really is. What this whole podcast, this whole show. I think it's just about killing time. Um, Another, you know, you could branch off that and say something about procrastinating. Because that's something that I excel at. I'm a very good procrastinator. But, I, you know, whatever the name is, I, I want it to convey a message of of leisure of just relaxing sort of just turning your brain off and listening to this person talk directly into your ear about nonsense um, I like that idea because you know I hate I hate taking things so seriously I hate it when people are too serious about themselves or or you know whatever I just I'm not a very serious person I can be, but I'd rather not, and that's probably a fault of my own, but I don't want this podcast to come off as something that I'm I'm taking very seriously or, you know, I'm very, you know, I want people to respect it or something like that. I'd just rather it be kind of a, a cool, fun thing to do, like a sort of like a hangout. So I like Killing Time also as a, as a name. Because I'm, I'm thinking of, like, the logo for it. Because I, I hate... I don't want my picture to be in the logo. I'd just rather not. Um, so I, I imagine, in my mind, like, if I were to make a t-shirt. Because that's one of my dreams. One of my dreams is to sort of make my own t-shirt for something. And if I were to make a t-shirt for the Killing Time podcast, it would be, like, a knife... Sort of like the old Halloween posters for the movie, you know, where the I think that was the movie where the the knife is going, sort of like it's it's somebody's about to get stabbed, but the it's it's just the picture is just the hand, just like the forearm holding the knife, like a kitchen knife, and it's like in motion. You can see it's in motion, and 
on my logo, the knife would be going in towards like this, this uh, analog clock, this cartoon analog clock. And so that would be the poster for, and underneath it or something in a banner, it would say Killing Time podcast or something like that. I don't know. I think that'd be cool or it may be stupid, but I want to, I want to make a shirt, whatever I do, whatever name, eventually I want to make a shirt out of it and have people wear it not to profit off of it or anything. I just think that would be really cool. Just a blank white t-shirt with whatever I doodled on it. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Cause me, myself and others, the more I hear it, the more I say it, the more I hate that name. It sounds so cheesy. It's more me than anybody else, so I think the name should reflect that. Yeah, something comfortable, something relaxing, just turning your brain off. I think that'd be cool. So I, this this question popped into my head. Um before I hit record, and I, it's another thing that I thought about on the drive home. You know, I'm approaching the 24th year of my life, which feels, you know, 24, I don't know why it feels so much different than 23, but it does. 24 feels, like, significantly older. And, you know, obviously, like, after 21, until you get to 50, your birthdays aren't really significant. Um... But I don't know, 24 feels I don't know, like I took a 10-year leap or something. So, you know, I'm in my adult years, quote-unquote, but I don't feel like an adult. So the question that I was asking was, when does being an adult feel like an adult? Feel like you're an adult? Like, when do you hit that mark? Because I do all these adult things all the time. I have to pay bills, I have to get my car serviced, all these different adult things. I have to go to the dentist by myself, uh, you know, all these different adult things, but I still feel like a kid when I'm doing them. Like I would rather have my mom schedule my car service appointment, things like that. And I'm not really as much of an adult as it may sound. Um, but, you know, slowly, slowly turning into a full-fledged old human being. But I still feel like a kid. And, you know, a lot of the things, like my tendencies, I've been considered an old soul. So, I, I, in some ways I feel old, but I think it's only when I have to do adult, boring chores that I feel like I'm a child, like writing checks to pay bills. I always feel like I'm too young to be doing this, too young to be worrying about this. But of course, that's not the case. I can't make that excuse anymore. I've got to, I've got to be a grown-up about things. But I hate, I hate thinking about that stuff. Like money and things like I, I money in general scares me. I, I like having it, um, and I, I feel like I do a pretty good job of saving it and budgeting. I, you know, I could be better, and Macy and I work together on that stuff. Um, and you know, she pushes me a lot, and 
you know, she, she helps me grow, which is what you, what should happen. But, um, money scares me. I, I, I used to work at a restaurant, um, uh, the Oakwood Cafe in Dalton. I worked there for, a, you know, a couple months and I was mainly a food runner. So I just take plates to the tables. That's like, that was the peak of my performance. But I remember uh, one shift. There was one shift in particular where I was asked to uh, work cash register. So I was trained by someone the whole time. I had someone there with me basically the entire time. And, you know, they would let me do things on my own. But I was so, so unbelievably nervous the entire time. Um, and I, I think it, it probably has to do with the fact that I've got I've got some gaps in my knowledge when it comes to mathematics and, you know, some basic math skills just do not come naturally to me. And it always feels, it always feels very scary, like writing tips uh, at the end of a meal. Like I always have to ask Macy or use my calculator. It's, it's, you know, it's just not something that I am good at or you know, I think if I probably trace back my educational history or career or whatever, I'd probably notice some, just some gaps in my knowledge that were never really addressed. Um, and so I just, I think I just got comfortable with being okay with being bad at math or whatever. Um, but anyway, I was, I worked cash register for this one shift and that was the only time I ever was asked to work cash register at that place again and I'm very thankful for that I don't remember ever complaining or anything they just probably understood you know probably not the position for him and you know because people get people get feisty with their money especially at a restaurant or something like that and they expect things expect things to be done kind of quick and I, I'm, I'm a person I need to write something out or do the math on paper, on a calculator, I can't, I can't work quick, and, uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, why did I start telling that story, I think I was talking about being an adult, so, yeah, I'm not sure when you finally reach that threshold of actually feeling like an adult, maybe when you have kids, but, you know, you know, that won't be happening for a little bit, so so I guess we'll see. But I doubt I'll feel any different at 24, just in my mind. Just in my mind. It's getting colder outside, which is exciting. I don't mean to bore you by talking about the weather, but who cares? I'm very excited about the cold weather. Very excited. I feel like I have the body that's built for the cold weather wardrobe. I feel like I just look better with more layers on. You know? I don't think I'm overweight or, you know, anything like that. I just, I don't know. I feel like I look better with pants and a thick flannel and a thick jacket. I think everybody does. Plus, I hate the hot. I hate being hot. 
like sweating and things like that, I can't stand. I'd rather be cold. That's why the house, we keep it cold. And when I'm asleep, like, at my, you know, when I still live with my parents, we kept it very cold. I would wake up some mornings and I, I my toes were numb. That's how cold we kept it. And uh, I just got used to that, I think. And so now it's what I prefer. It's like a, it's like my, uh, it's like my comfort blanket, the cold weather. And there's so many fun, th- you know, things. I just think the cold weather time in our, our calendar is so much more fun. You got Halloween coming up, which very excited about. Macy and I are going to actually dress up this year. And, you know, we're shooting around some ideas, seeing what we like. Um, but that's always fun. It's it's fun to dress up. It's fun. And Halloween is on a Saturday this year. I don't even remember the last time that happened. From what I remember about Halloween, it's always been bittersweet. Like, it's cool. Hey, it's Halloween. But it's always been, oh, it's a school night, which is awful. But we actually get it on a Saturday night this year, which, I mean bless up for that that's awesome I'm excited about that Halloween is so cool it might be my favorite holiday I'm not joking and my birthday's the day after Christmas but uh, there's just something about Halloween I love the the darkness of it the decorations carving pumpkins um, dressing up scary movies that's just like my whole vibe right there and you know I can I can get down with some Halloween you know I you know man I that might might take the top spot for me as far as holidays go. Christmas is fine, but I think Christmas means more to you when you're a kid anyway. Yeah, I remember one of the first things that Macy and I did because you know we got our we started dating in high school around this time. One of the first things we did together, you know, when she met my family was, uh, and I may be getting this wrong, but uh, she came over to a, a family gathering we were having, and she we carved a pumpkin together. And that's uh, that's something we try to do every year. And it's always fun. It's just it's just good fun. I love Halloween, and I you know. That movie Hocus Hocus Pocus. I know the girls go crazy for that movie. Um, I'd never really watched it before, um, but Macy showed it to me. Re- really, Macy's the reason I watched it. Um, but I liked it. I can see why the ladies go crazy for it. And then you know we got Disney Plus now, and it's got some of the Halloween classics like Halloween Town and uh, Phantom of the Mega. I think it's Megaplex. I mean, some of those movies are kind of cheesy now, but you just feel nostalgic watching them. I was trying to think of things I dressed up as a dressed up as uh, as a kid, and the only thing I can think of, uh, if you've ever seen, excuse me, that's a burp. If you've ever seen uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, um the main character Jack Skellington uh, I dressed up as him one year and I had the whole I I went you know all out with it I had the pinstripe black suit you know the white shirt underneath don't know what kind of shoes I was wearing but 
I had a mask, like a, a head. It was a full head. It was like this rubbery, gross, um, circular head. So he's he's just a skeleton. So it's just like this oversized, this oversized skull head, and it looks like you're wearing like a a deflated white basketball on your head. But it was legit, and I I kept that mask forever until you know probably just threw it away one day, but. I'm trying to think. I don't, that's really the only thing I remember dressing up as in school, uh, as a, as a kid. But I think I remember one year. Uh, this may have been in high school or middle school, where uh, I think Halloween was again on a school night, and so you were allowed to come to school dressed up or whatever. And I can't remember if I what I was trying to dress up as, but. I remember I had this elaborate costume planned that I was going to wear. And, you know, I tried it on the night before. And then I woke up in the morning and I was too scared to wear it. And so I just wore regular clothes. So I was scared of being embarrassed by being the only one wearing a costume. In hindsight, that was a smart decision. One of my few smart decisions as a kid. <laughs> Oh, man. And I love Halloween music. I think now is if we're weighing if we're weighing Halloween and Christmas, I think Christmas music takes the cake. Uh just because of people like Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, I can listen to that stuff any time of the year. Halloween music though, I feel wrong listening to it if it's not Halloween. But one thing I've noticed is they don't make really good Halloween music anymore. Um, you know, if you go on any music listening app, whatever, and just type in a Halloween playlist, it's probably going to be 90% or 70% uh, Michael Jackson. And I don't even know if we're allowed to listen to him anymore or whatever. But... uh and then it's just like stuff from the 80s, mostly. Stuff from the 80s. And it's good. It's great. They're bangers. Season of the Witch is a Halloween essential. Um, but I wonder why they don't really make uh, good Halloween songs anymore. And then you got some songs in the playlist that are just there because they have, they have like a Halloween keyword in there. Like devil or ghost or whatever. But uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, great one. Then you got Highway to Hell, ACDC. That's not really a Halloween song. It's just got that word in there. And then You're the Devil in Disguise, Elvis Presley. That, should, that doesn't belong on a Halloween playlist. But one song that cracks me up by DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith, a.k.a. The Fresh Prince, uh, A Nightmare on My Street. It's very cheesy, but it is... It, it, I don't know. It's, it's nostalgic for me. It really puts me in the Halloween spirit. But I wish they would make more. Superstition, Stevie Wonder, that's a Halloween essential. But then, yeah, yeah, you just got a bunch of Michael Jackson. So I, I've been trying to make a Halloween playlist uh, without using Michael Jackson songs. Because... I just want to 
I just want to hear songs that maybe I haven't heard before or maybe just don't get enough credit as Halloween songs. So that's what I'm working on in my spare time. Uh, so I may, I may share that if I feel like it's worth sharing. But I'm just looking for songs that give me that Halloween feel, you know. But yeah, it's a great time of year. I'm excited about the weather getting colder. Stay in, watch some Halloween movies. I actually have some recommendations for you. And, and you know, we'll we'll get close to the end here. Um, I have some Halloween movie recommendations. Uh, the first one, and you know, these are all pretty, you know, scary movies because it's Halloween. Um, but this one came out recently, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I don't know if you remember this book as a kid. Uh, this this is the movie adaptation of that book. But uh, the book, I remember reading it in like fourth or fifth grade. And looking back, I was like, I can't believe that we were allowed to read that at that age. Because there were some freaky stories in there. Stories that I still think about to this day, either when I'm about to fall asleep or I'm driving at home, I'm driving home at night uh, alone. Like there was this one story in there, you know, they didn't include it in the movie, but there's this one story um, about a lady who's driving home and it's late, and she's got a car behind her, and this the car behind her keeps randomly flashing its high beams at her, and you know it's getting kind of close, and so she's kind of worried. It happens so many times that she ends up like calling the police while she's in the car because she thinks this person's like following her. And you know, they're in some backcountry roads, you know, just very dark. And she gets home. I think, you know, the police are there with her. They meet her at her house or whatever. And she she freaking realizes that the reason the guy was flashing his high beams at her is because there was a guy in the back seat of her car that kept like rising up to I guess, kill her. And every time he saw her, he would flash his high beams, so she would hopefully see him, but she never did. And, you know, I can't, I guess they, the police got him, but I think about that every time I get into my car at night. Like, no matter what time of year it is, I always think about that story. And if I've got someone behind me, I'm always thinking about that story. And then there was another one. There was one where, uh, this guy or this kid is like in bed asleep at night. You know, everybody's asleep in the house. It's quiet. And uh, I can't remember if he's dreaming this or he just, he hears a voice. And the voice says something like, uh, you know, uh, I'm headed to your house. And it's kind of creepy and ominous. And he, he doesn't know what to, what to think of it. And then every time he hears the voice, the voice says that it's closer, like he says, pulling down your street, um, standing outside your house, and uh, I'm walking through your front door, walking up your stairs, and I, I don't remember how this story ends or any more details, but I just remember like the last thing the voice says was like that I'm, I'm in your room or I'm looking at you, watching you sleep. I mean, the, th this was in a library for children. I was in fourth grade or fifth grade when I read that. And everybody read it. This was a very popular book. So no wonder we're all crazy. And I, I think I still, like, you know, I've seen kids today who read it. 
like when I was at a, another school, you know, they get it. It's still in the library. Part of me is like, yeah, but then another part of me is like, you know, we turned out pretty cool, so maybe they should read it. There's some, there's a lot of healthy fear in there, you know. But anyway, I, I recommend you watch that movie. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is a banger. Me and Macy saw it in theaters, and we were very, very surprised with how much we loved it. And I've been trying to find it. Redbox doesn't carry it. it carry it. It's not on Netflix. Um, you got to buy it. And so I'm, I'm, I'll probably my next paycheck. I'm definitely going to try to buy that because I want to watch that during the Halloween season 50 times. All right, then I have a one that's not doesn't really give you any Halloween feels, but it's a scary movie, and I think it's a very good scary movie on Netflix. Uh, it's called The Ritual, and it's about it's it takes place in like in Europe. These guys, they're um, English or whatever, Scottish. They I really like their accents, but four buddies who are going on like a hiking trip. They 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 do a yearly type of trip, and uh, so they take one together. And some freaky stuff starts happening, and it is great. So it's it uh, it all takes place in the woods. It's very rainy and dark, and man, I might watch it tonight. I love this movie. I, again, I was thoroughly surprised when I watch a scary movie on Netflix. I never know what to think, but this one is very very good. I think it's a good one to watch with a group of people because, and those that know, I recommend movies. You know, my sister, my brother in law, Macy. My brother, you know, they they know I kind of have a bad reputation for uh, recommending movies for people to watch. But I promise I'm not steering you wrong here. This one's a good one. The Ritual on Netflix. I would watch that one. And then this one is kind of a nostalgic pick for me. Because this is a movie from my childhood that I remember being very freaked out about. And it's called Monster House. It's an animated movie from 2006. Uh, Macy's seen this movie before, and she doesn't like it. I think it freaks her out, too. But that one, it, you know, it's it's around Halloween time in this movie, and it's about this old man that lives across the street from this kid, and he lives in an old, rickety house, and the kids have all these theories about what this guy's like. They don't see him a lot. His house looks very scary, and, you know, he's just an angry old man living over there. And I think this is such a cool movie because, it, I, you know, it really holds up. And, you know, it's funny, it's lighthearted, but it also has some, you know, some very freaky parts. Uh, and, you know, I think it's good for a, a, a sort of a kid's scary movie. Uh, but, yeah, let me know if you remember that movie, Monster House. Um, all right. Well, about 30 minutes. It's not bad for my first time back in a long time. Uh, so, thank you for listening if you've listened this far and... Uh, especially after this long break, uh, like I said, you know, I probably you know I don't have a schedule for how often I want to put these out. I just sort of want to record them whenever I feel like it, um, whenever I have time. You know, I don't want it to be a burden on me or another thing I have to worry about. I'd rather just keep it chill, keep it light and fun. Well, all right. Uh, I hope you have a great uh, rest of your day. Hope you have a great rest of your week uh take some time to relax this weekend watch some football uh we got football back last weekend and i forgot how uh, long football games are so i gotta get back into uh get back into that um 
But uh, find something that makes you happy and do it this weekend because uh, you deserve it. You've been working hard. Uh, all right. So see you.